Welcome back. The time has come for us to start up the good version of Plat Chat. <laughs> Again. Any version after, with Brennan uh, is not a good after version of Plat a Chat. Long yeah. hiatus. You're right. well, Bren, well, Bren has actually been gone longer than I have because Bren called out sick of an episode before. No, uh, I didn't turn up the... sick. I, oh. I didn't call out sick. I think I was just. Uh, maybe you, I was were just, you were hungover. Oh, there no, was you one playing, time. You played games till five o'clock in the morning, and then you were like, "Oh, I just can't make it." Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, I did that that thing when you're at school, and you're just like, oh, "I don't really feel like going to school today." <laughs> yeah. I used to do that so much that my parents still think I was a very sickly child. No, definitely, uh, <laughs> you know. The uh, yeah, but your your commitment to the Overwatch community, uh, you oh, know. Nah, bro. You know, it was getting to like the end. Like, there was there wasn't really much news happening. You boys yeah. could cover it. You you. you It would have been cool it. if you said that. Just like, yeah, you know, do one without me. But right, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I played games until the, five. The most it was like oh, thing. Eleven a.m. tomorrow. I'll be there. And then you just didn't show. <laughs> the most important thing is. Yeah. I'm here now. I mean. And Josh is right, though, you know, when any episode with me isn't a good episode, it's the fucking best episode. <laughs> so let's well, let's get no. this show on the yeah. road, boys. Ho- ho- hopefully we can increase the number of best episodes. Johnny, what the <laughs> hell are you wearing? A bomber jacket with shorts? The hell is with a button down on you? I think Johnny might be the Swedish American psycho. Dude, you get that? He's he like wears a... living in a perfectly white apartment. <laughs> he wears a... <laughs> The guy wears a turtleneck, dude. Thinks he's a fashion icon, dude. Just throwing shit together. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Uh, let's talk about the 2020 uh, homestand model. You guys have gone to different homestands than I have gotten to go to. Johnny has not gotten to go to any, thank God. Uh, oh, that was sick. What, what do you guys thought about it? What have you thought about it from afar, Johnny, actually? I want to I wanna know your, your opinion because you've watched it all. <laughs> How is my opinion the most irrelevant when I haven't even attended a homestand and oh, I just I think... watched a video screen just like, oh, fans are cheering. Great yeah, atmosphere. Does the... Love it. They were great. Like, like, okay, fine. But here's, here's the point. Like, yeah, we're going to say the homestands are awesome because everybody's cheering and the excitement and the energy is in well, the What room. do you want me to say? The, oh, they were, they were shite? Does it come across <laughs> on the broadcast? Does it like, what, well, what the fuck? Like... Uh, we're, all right, fine. We'll skip Johnny's opinion. <laughs> I don't want it anyway. Nobody watches for Johnny's opinion. They were opinion. great, Matt. I love it. It's Brian, so nice to be out of Bala. I love it. What's, what's your opinion on how it's gone so far? Oh, man, it was it was some good shit, you know? I don't know who won. It was Dallas. Yeah, but the Dallas fans are wild, bro. I was sick the yeah. entire event. What? I, I said, yeah, like a question. Like Why you, so you shouted it like you were talking to Chelsea? <laughs> oh, because Johnny's mic is like... Oh, yeah? yeah? No. Just shut up, bro. It's Listen, Dallas, Dallas is good, though. But I was sick, and the fans kept coming up to me as we were about to cast. And like, hey, Brent, Brent. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what? And they were always like, beer? Want a beer? And I was like, nah, nah I've got a cast. So I've got a cast, and I'm like... Oh, and like super disappointed, you know. Because, I do uh, kind of wish it was the good old days of esports <laughs> where you could or get like, like TF2, oh, uh, TF2. Oh, you could get properly hammered. Do you think? Uh, do you think the? Do you think the few players drank before they went on stage? <laughs> they played yeah. all right, man. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, all right, I don't think you watched. They they took a they took early, a, they literally team. broke the map win streak from the San Francisco Shock. What more That's do you want good. from these guys? They were never gonna win. Oh, a win? They're never gonna win. They're never gonna win. <laughs> Oh man, you can tell it to do. Josh is part of the Overwatch community, man. Celebrating map wins now, man. Oh my <laughs> lord, that's all the Texans can look forward to. He's not Dallas fans. They're gonna be. They got one more wins. than Outlaws, so true, true. Uh, 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 New York I, was sick. Good. New York and Philly were both sick. Philly, I love gritty, man. I don't. There is not a weirder looking mascot in anything. And he comes out, he just shakes his belly like... He's a freak. <laughs> He's yep. a freak. The homestand model really hit me when uh, Gritty was standing in front of Yaki's PC. like, And he went like this, and then he just started to just rub his belly in front of him. And Yaki just kind of <laughs> sat there and just looked at him like, all right. Can you, imagine, can you imagine being a brand new young Korean rookie that comes over here? <laughs> and you're this gritty rolling his belly in your face. That I thought it was so hilarious. weird. 
It was so, so weird. weird. I love the Homestar model though because it means that all of the terrible games are not boring anymore. Like each game has its own flavor, or there's just like the city is yeah. cool, or yeah. you're just enjoying it because of that. There was there was like a grind in the last two seri- seasons where you got to stage two and you're like, oh my god, another Washington Justice game. <laughs> I can't, I can't I handle it. Either. Washington yeah. London stage one. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Because oh, everything was the same. It was like, burr, 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 and then they would come out of the Blizzard Arena <laughs> yeah. and play I their matches. People and are going to be like, clapping. Yeah. Like. People are going to be quite surprised to hear that as well, though, from us. Because, what? well, we're working in an industry that a lot of people want to work into, right? Uh, and they're probably just like, what, you, you, you're saying you didn't enjoy it last year? Like, when Stage 2, Stage 3 came around? Well, but you do, you do one thing over and over again, and eventually you're just like, oh, my fucking God. Like... <laughs> So someone bring out the the Shanghai cheerleaders, you know. Someone spice this up, bro. Yeah, do it a bit differently. I think it was uh, it was way different after we went out to like the first roadshow last year and saw what it was like, and then I think the just arena vibe definitely changed, right? Yeah. Or you were like, oh, I want people to boo like the Valiant. They go to Dallas, they get booed. The Dallas gets cheered back in LA. Like it just was. Yeah, not the same. I love that the fans have showed out and just booed people. Like, yeah. fuck it, right? Wasn't like, it? Was it Philadelphia where they started uh, cheering for people instead? Though we were watching on the couch, and uh, Golden Boy was like, "This is the most friendly audience I've ever it, seen." It, I mean, they they cheered like uh like Washington Houston. They cheered both teams. Right, right. Like a normal Philly sports well, crowd. Like even if Philly wasn't playing, they would just boo everybody. Like <laughs> boo both the teams. Those people are just mean. Yeah, people in Philly. That's true. I heard mean. Philly sports fans are yeah. absolutely wild, but they they seemed, I don't know, just average. They were put together. Yeah, it wasn't like a normal Philly kind of like you know people are passed out drunk outside the stadium type of thing. Recent like, everyone was. Yeah, everyone was. Uh, everyone was. I will, I will say this though about Texas: it's too fucking big. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, it is, yeah. it, I tried to walk to a pharmacy. It took me thirty minutes. Yeah. I had to cross a highway. And uh, by the time I got to the pharmacy, they were like, "Oh no, it's just prescription drugs only." It was just a, a white box I walked into <laughs> with, a, with a counter, and they were like, "You got to go to Walgreens." And I was like, "How how far away is it?" And they're like, "Oh, it's just around the corner." Assuming I drive, I start walking. We got rehearsals in. 15 minutes start walking check my phone it's another 15 minutes to walk to walgreens <laughs> and i was like I'm so just uber. i got an uber from this residential house that i've landed why didn't at. you just get an uber for the first place because i don't want to be getting ubers left right and center it was less than a mile away it was less than a mile away it's it is weird in texas like you need a car otherwise you just can't get from place to place okay they haven't built the place for pedestrians Matt doesn't walk anywhere anyway, though. He gets carried. He gets Bro, carried. Look at this, in look at this, look at yeah. this like, carriage, <laughs> motherfucker. It'll reasonably be carried because he's four foot eight. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what else why, I like about why, Homestead. Why, why, why use my legs now, dude? I'll save my legs for the future. Matt, have you been able to bring your box on the road with you? Uh, no, they've, they've gotten creative. <laughs> they've gotten creative with the box. Like, uh, I'm I'm on like these like kind of the top of cases or some shit. Or last week, you could only see like from our necks up, so we were just kind of like heads. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. the box maybe the box isn't required. Look, mm. I'm just out there repping. People are short. There's like yeah, and I love, and I love the fact. I love the fact, yeah, like, like, I always, like, tweet me, like, oh, you're short, like, aha, uh-huh. like, Hex is shorter than me, fuck off, <laughs> like, like, that guy's, like, guy's smaller than me, it's just because, like, it's just because Jaws is as small as him, they don't gotta do nothing about it, yeah. like, I do enjoy like, watching though because you you can still tell with Jaws and Hex because the camera looks down at them so you can see more yeah. of their heads. You can see the top of their heads when they're like, on camera. I, I've casted with uh, Pocket, big ass dude, Clint, Maven, big ass guy, and then Mitch, like <laughs> A like big ass three, guy, <laughs> like those three really big into fucking, ass play, Maven. <laughs> just big three fucking three big fucking people, like and and, and, I'm, and I'm tiny. Yeah. I'm tiny. I ain't trying to hide it. I'm not huge. out there telling people I'm big or I'm tall. Don't matter. Oh, we need, we need to get Matt a short play-by-play caster just for one series. Oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, just, be more, I'll be more comfortable. Yeah. Just get yeah. Mitch into a horrific car accident so he loses both his legs. What the fuck? <laughs> that would be uh, a worse option, probably. <laughs> uh, but tell anyway, you what else about the homestands I like. Yeah, yeah. Is the the fact that the teams are going to run them in different sized venues so you get yeah. different 
feels even from the homestands. Like Dallas ran the first one in the Allen Center, which holds, I think it held like four and a half thousand. And then they held this one in the Arlington Esports Stadium, where it holds yep. about 2,000. We've got Philadelphia holding it in like opera halls, Yo, which Philly, I think is uh, sick. One of the ones for Philly is going to be sweet. It's in Atlantic City at a casino, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, let me look it's it up. It's pretty dope. Uh, one of them is at like a complete... I think the other one's at the Met, and then the other one's like at a completely different uh, venue. Yeah. So like... I, I cool. do think oh, Matt, Matt, just, Matt just leaked the venue. Great, great job. <laughs> great job, Matt. Welcome on to the, the show. It's on our fucking gotcha. web. It's on our website. I mean, who knows? It may not even be on the website, but it should be on the website. It's, where the hell it is? It's not on the app. <laughs> I can tell you that. Wait, what? What's going on? I don't know. Nothing, Brendan. It's all right. Go back. Sideshow was happy. There's different sized <laughs> venues. You know, sometimes you want dive bars, sometimes you want nightclubs. You know. Yeah. So pick your poison. Yeah. yeah well, so I mean, I I, would I think it's want... cool though. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. One one of my favorite things is just like that they sell beer and. For that reason, fans just get way more excited and they just all over the place. Because at Bala, they only accepted like water and sodas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which led, which meant that no one actually jumped on the set of Watchpoint and annoyed the broadcast, which was nice. But yeah, that was good. When you're in Dallas and the fans are just like enjoying themselves with great food and great beverages and they're just going crazy, I'm like, yeah, this is true sport no, the, uh, experience. Feels good. The, the Philly one for Atlantic City is on the uh, website. It's going to be called the. Uh, boardwalk brawl in Atlantic City. It's at the, uh, it's at a uh, theater right on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. So that'll be pretty sweet. Oh, sweet! That sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's cool. I think it's cool that teams experiment with different venues, right? Different sizes, different areas of their city. Like I, I think it'll be really interesting. Like when somebody kind of decides, like, okay, this is our home venue, and we're not like leaving this spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this year you may as well experiment. Like if you're you're in New York, do different parts of the city. Uh, well, it depends as well, though, right? Place. Because yeah, like well. for different teams, it's it's different. Like with Dallas, they if they're going to be running a homestand, one of the only Western homestands, then they're going to want a bigger venue. When they when they're splitting it with New York, right? They don't want people potentially flying to New York, so you want a slightly smaller venue. And there's also you stuff to consider, like. One of the homestand weekends of Dallas takes place the same weekend as a DreamHack event, the same weekend as like an anime convention. One of the uh-huh. biggest ones in Houston or Dallas. I think it might be in Dallas. So for that reason, I think they're going with a smaller event. Yeah, Bren requested to go oh. to that homestand. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, for the homestand, definitely not the anime convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, homestand, homestand. No, I don't request games. I'm not that. I'm not. That, I'm not that guy. You know. But <laughs> yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, I, I just found that interesting, but I think Dallas are one of the few teams that put a lot of thought into the kind of like homestand and venues. And I, the one thing I really appreciate about Dallas is that there's always stuff to do outside of it. Like when yeah. with our event that we were working, they had a bunch of like collegiate. Basically, they had a bunch of other games being played as well. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah. Stuff to do. yeah, the universities yeah. were playing games, so you could go and watch them before the homestand yeah, actually New- happened. New York uh, had a ton of cool shit too. Uh, you could buy tickets like i think that included like all of the events and they did like a uh a college game night at like a uh that os internet cafe uh and then after that it turned into like a pre-weekend party that pine hosted and then one night uh you could buy tickets and pine hosted a karaoke event That's dope. at a karaoke <laughs> place and that uh is, it was like uh i think it was P- pine and emong hosted like a karaoke party <laughs> like because I think you do need to provide something else for your fans just besides the games, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course yeah. you do, like, yeah. I oh, said yeah. this in an interview recently with the Washington Post people who were talking about <laughs> the homestand stuff for this year. I was like, esports is so different to traditional sports because the viewership experience is no different if you turn up at the stadium. You yeah. are still watching a video screen of the game happening. Like, yeah. the, It doesn't benefit you to watch Yaki's face as he does a 360 right. no-scope on May. Like, he doesn't... You can't get anything extra from that. So you need to provide yeah. an experience as well. I mean, you want to combine the best possible fan activation, meaning things you can do in the arena, whether it's like buy merch, maybe if I have like an arcade area and you can like do like an arcade high score tournament or something, just something to keep the fans yeah. engaged. Well, and then you want to keep that combined with the viewing experience of the game itself. And I mean, that's why I think DreamHack is such a great event because you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. But when you go to like an owl homestand, 
I find that the viewing experience is a bit better than DreamHack. Yeah. Way more seats and yeah. the stadium is awesome and the, all that stuff. But I mean, I think gotta combine both worlds. What are you going to say, Brent? Did you see the gambling shit that Dallas were doing? Wait, what? That was sick. Uh-huh. They, they had like a little, you know, it was, you know you, you, the little thing where you put a coin in and it goes and hits all the things and yeah. goes down and slots into something? Yeah. Yeah, they were doing that in, the, in between the games. They so they were robbing fans. Were, no, no, no. They were calling up a random fan. <laughs> And then yeah. they would they would say, "All right, here we go." And then they would like run whatever video. Obviously, I don't know how they did it, but yep. there was like there was like the uh, the common, uncommon, epic, legendary in Overwatch, basically. And it was like putting down yeah. like a token or some shit. Oh, that's and awesome! Some of the stuff they were giving away was like a year's a year's worth of Jack in a Box. It was like really? some of the shit. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like the legendary. And then, but the. The, even like the common uh, stuff was like, like they give a year of health insurance with the Jack in the Box as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack in the Box sponsors, huh? Uh, no slide, no slide, no, no shade. But yeah, and then even the uncommon uh, awards were like a ticket to the next homestand. Yeah, like oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Like just like the that's very cool basic shit. Right? shit. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's also uh, to like Josh's point, right? Like you can. You know, you go see a, a football or a basketball game, right? I think the one uh, difference that we can offer is after a Laker game, you can't go do karaoke with LeBron James. Uh, you know, like we can uh, offer that kind of access to point? we can access to players like in a way that you can't in traditional sports. Yeah, yeah, that's true, definitely. Especially with like them streaming all the time, you just get unprecedented uh, interaction with the pros. Yeah. So something I want to talk about. Uh, well, we'll skip uh, the next topic, but I want to talk about the new systems that are going to be in uh, Rainbow Six Siege and League of Legends and some of the stuff that we would want to see potentially in Overwatch, like as it moves forward in just like the franchise, like and yeah. as a competitive game. So uh, Rainbow Six at their uh, nationals, they add a ton of stuff. So they added uh, two new champions. So I think it gets the total to 53 uh, in terms of like offensive and defensive champions. Uh, they added a map, uh, like a map voting system in game for competitive play. So before you get in a game, like uh, both teams get to vote on which map they'd like to play. Uh, then you get to play that map. Uh, very, very difficult concept to understand. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, both games, uh, League of Legends and Rainbow Six, both added a tournament mode. Uh, Rainbow Six didn't really give a ton of details, I don't think, on how theirs work. But uh, with the way that League of Legends system is going to work is that uh, Clash tournaments are going to open up every other weekend. There's like a uh, timing window between when you have to like make your roster. Uh, but you can make the team name, you can pick an avatar, and then uh, everybody on your team needs to buy a uh, token to enter to play. So there's a, a regular token and then like a premium one. Mm-hmm. It takes your team's uh, overall uh, skill ranking and competitive ranking and matches you against uh, seven other teams in an eight-team uh, single in bracket for the day. And for every round that you win, you, like, level up the prizes that you earn at the end of the tournament. Uh, the prizes, like, vary depending on whether you bought, like, the regular ticket or the premium ticket. But it's super cool because when you get placed into a bracket... Uh, it gives you the other teams that you get placed in the bracket with. And let's say I click on Bren's team, I can see a list of like all the heroes that like each uh, player on Bren's team likes to play. Uh, a little breakdown of like whether they're more on the passive side or the aggressive side, and then mm. like all different types of like different scouting tools for like the band phase and whatnot. Yeah. So I think uh, uh, a system like either of those, I think, would be awesome to see in Overwatch, like as an addition to competitive play. The big thing I would say, the biggest benefit from this, this might be a very drastic take. <laughs> uh, actually, no, this is going to be... Prepare for the Brennan bot take. Yeah. Oh my... The, actually, the thing I was about to utter, I immediately just fucking destroyed my own argument in my own head in a millisecond. <laughs> I'm not even going to utter what I was going to no, say. No, go on. You have to say it. You have yeah, to say it and then give the counter-argument now. Okay, originally I was going to be like, in terms of the longevity of the game and the health, I wouldn't... I was going to say, I wouldn't be too upset if they replaced the entire Tier 2, Tier 3 scene with uh, a tournament system in-game. But then I was like, actually, no, that's a fucking awful idea. (laughs) Because then you're 
Uh, do they even still do lands and contenders? Have they scrapped that yeah, yet? No, they've still got uh, showdowns yeah. and gauntlets. Okay, well that's good. Uh, they've got that at least. <laughs> but the the uh, the, the uh, what there's there's multiple reasons why that's terrible. Firstly, I mean online tournaments with hackers. You know, somebody could just hack their way into like a, a top position if if nobody was paying attention yeah. to it. But also the fact that it would be online and not played in a serious system. But the benefits, what I was thinking of, the first thing that even put this idea in my head in the first place would be can you remember the viewership when seagull made that team and competed yeah yeah the viewership would be insane if you could just have these stream teams and they play in these regular tournaments yeah all the time that's what happened during the break right oh my god yeah because we had one of those tournaments uh during the break and we had uh, the stream team going with uh uh, was it Jake, Emon, Clone Man, Costa, Avast, and like yeah. ML7? People, I, I people you, love that. I can give you a direct example of where a game that already has it and it does so well every single year. But Dota has, because Dota is so free flowing, yeah. they just allow fucking whatever. But the international, they have open qualifiers and the streamers create stream teams and they play yeah. through the open qualifiers. Dude. And because they're exposed, they make it really far. And the, the viewership is nuts. God, like the content God is insane. As well. uh, for COD's World Championship, the way that I qualified was through the in-game ladder. And, like, people yeah. fucking loved it because, like, even the teams that were, like, pro were like, oh, well, fuck it. We'll just try and qualify through the in-game ladder because it's easier than getting, like, top eight at, like, an MLG. <laughs> so everybody yeah. was fucking playing it. But, like, yeah. it was so hype, though, because you'd see, like, two teams, like, queue into each other, and you're like, oh, shit, fucking Optics playing Complexity on this one game. I gotta go fucking watch. Yeah, like, yeah. And it was, like, I mean, 90% of the time, you're just beating the piss out of just people <laughs> with no idea what the hell's going on. But, like, you know, sometimes you got a good game, and it was, like, super hype. Yeah. But everybody always wanted to watch. Like, like, imagine how, like, much more integrated you can get it now, right? Where, like, let's say you can check, like, the leaderboards, like, in-game of, like, where the teams were. And it, you could, like, click on somebody's, like, Twitch or YouTube link, like, through the game and, like, just promote those people, right? Yeah. Like, I think there's yep. so much opportunity. Oh, my God, it would be so good. Because it, it's just a great tool for people to be able to stream Overwatch more and watch more Overwatch. Like, I don't think yeah. there's a downside to that. And right? also, the it just advertises to people who weren't aware that competitive Overwatch was a big thing, yeah. that it is a big thing. Like, people at the... People who are doing all right that are in, like, what, Diamond or Masters or something that don't realize that Overwatch League is a thing will get turned onto it by playing it themselves and by coming up against players and looking at competitive matches and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is the more features uh, and the more things you can access in-game, the better. Um, and I don't th- think it's strictly an esports issue. Like, you can talk about tournament mode and how sick that would be in the game. Um, and that kind of stuff but there's also the social element and just being able to make friends playing the game because i have so many friends who play overwatch but then they have a hard time adding friends or finding people who play the game that have as much fun with them and that's where stuff like guild systems and that stuff comes in because as it is overwatch as a game and community is very functional because we have so many great software like discord where you can join a community and get make new friends and then play with them but the the easier you make that, uh, the the more you make it accessible in game in the client, the better it's just going to be for the game because that's yeah. how mm-hmm. the how the beginners um, and how the uh, casual fans make new friends and stay and play the game longer. I also would like to see map voting in Overwatch. Like I feel like if I'm gonna play a map, oh of fuck voting, dude. What? Why? Anything? Why don't you like no. That? Yeah, why don't you like that? No, it just takes away from the game, dude. I just want to play the game. Well, you mean it just takes more but time. But if I'm gonna, but if I'm gonna, but if I'm gonna dedicate like thirty minutes for an Overwatch game, and I don't, and I'm queued, and play. I'm queued with three other people, and we don't want to play Temple Anubis, I want to play a map I want to play. No, I, I, I hate voting as a system because it takes up time and stuff. Well, I'd rather just that's... see them adopt the World of Warcraft system, where it's like. Before you even queue, you can decide one map you don't want to play. Yeah, and that also sends a gone, message yeah. to the developers. As long as you do it before you actually queue. So you can make it like it. you can make it like CS:GO, where like you just click on like you know the maps that you want to be eligible to play. Uh, but but when you narrow it down so much, all you're going to get is longer queue times, and then you have less people playing the game because yeah. they can't be able to play King's Row when they want to. That's definitely true. And so you're you're just increasing the queue times, times and making less people play. I'd be fine if you were able to maybe 
remove one or two maps from the pool that you didn't want to use. But even that gets complicated because now we have a narrowed down pool already. So maybe one map you could remove, like you remove a battleground in World of Warcraft. It's like, I really don't want to play this uh, PvE-oriented battleground. I'd rather just smack people in Warzone Gulch. So you can remove the map mm. you like the least. I'd be done with that. Honestly, but no voting I... system after you've queued yeah. for a game and you're in yeah. the game. I actually... At the beginning of Overwatch, always really wanted a match a, a map voting system because I used to play like CS:GO and stuff before, where you could select the maps that you'd want to play. Now, after playing a lot of Overwatch, it, it, it doesn't bother me anymore. I don't know whether it's because I just don't take it that seriously, but when I load into different maps, you I don't take like... Overwatch seriously when you play. <laughs> no, I take Overwatch very seriously when I play. I don't, uh, you know, I always well, try my hardest. That's unfortunate for the people that you play uh, with or against. You know, they it's not probably, unfortunately for uh, the people I play against. They love they it. Probably, yeah, I mean, that's true. But I, and know. I only play with people I know. So yeah, I'm just trying to perfectly. ensure the quality of games here. You know, make sure everybody's getting high-quality games. All right, like policeman that. in the terms of service. Yeah, listen, I have never abused the terms of service even once, but... Because I, I think it actually though that a lot of the maps in Overwatch are pretty similar. You can play the same stuff on most maps. Like the, yeah. there's a bit of flavor on each one. Some of them are a bit like choke pointy and difficult to find a lot of enjoyment out of. But I don't know. It's not like CS where you you play some map and you well, just have no idea what the angles are and you just get rolled all the time. I like, guess that's uh, terrible. I I guess the benefits of like a voting system, even when like if you voted for like heroes, right? You did hero bans, like a system like that, is you can figure out which heroes and maps people don't want to play for whatever reason, and you can rework them. Yeah, that's true. Like I think otherwise you'll just never have that data, and you're just kind of going off of like you know the Blizzard forums. We very very rarely seen maps reworked in Overwatch. But Horizon? Was yeah, it? Horizon was the only one, wasn't uh, it? Anubis? What? No. Mecha. What what are the other ones that have been reworked? Anubis got a rework. Didn't Anubis well, get a rework Anubis like in closed like beta? Uh, yeah, it got like Iconvolt early on. Um, when did Iconvolt get a rework? Iconvolt's had numerous changes where the gate yeah. got replaced the with rubble and they added an extra choke. Do you uh, even play Overwatch? Oh, well, yeah, they, they opened up another um, choke. Yeah, that's true. What else? I'm forgetting another one. They reworked Paris, I think, didn't they? Did they? No. No, I think they people need to work Maybe that's what they need to. Yeah, they need to. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, they remove but... Paris and Horizon from the map pool? Yeah. Uh, and there's then gotta be more than that. Back. I, I feel, uh, just my gut feeling, without looking it up, is that the map reworks have been very, very few and far between. And normally they try and rework heroes instead. Which is strange because I feel like map design is so... So much more impactful than yeah. Well, you can design you can in you can design maps that benefit certain heroes, right? <laughs> like yeah. instead of others. Yeah. It's just uh yeah. Let's but see. I, I I think the community really sent a message with a map like Paris, because people I mean oh my god Reddit and the forums they were just up in arms about how ass Paris was, and then they removed Paris from the map pool, and everyone were just like rejoice. <laughs> So I still think people are able to send that message um, because usually people just single out one or two maps and then you just poop all over it because people have a hard-on for shitting on things. So Yeah, but the issue is, is people had to play it for like six months before we figured out that it Oh, was, yeah, yeah. But that's uh, part yeah. of <laughs> Jeff saying as well that they're going to be more reactive with balancing and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's, one can hope that's really that interesting. That yeah, let's talk about the change in the balance philosophy. That's uh, uh, something yeah. new. Yeah, people have been asking for that for a long time, right? And I, I really feel like it's a hugely significant shift in balance philosophy for yeah. the developers. They've always been of the opinion, at least it seems to me from totally on the outside, that they have tried to make the game as balanced as possible for everybody playing the game so that they feel, generally speaking, you can run a lot of different heroes within the game. And it doesn't really matter yeah. what people in the community think is powerful. They go off their own tests and data that they have behind the scenes. But now they're just like going completely oh. the opposite way. They're like, if you think Brig is broken and you're all complaining about Brig, we will smash her into the ground. Yeah. We don't mind if just we that... think it's balanced. We are going to kill her. But I think it's also like a... So there's no, there's no real point to putting changes on the PTR other than bug fixes. Like mm. like other than to make sure it's it's not a bug issue. I mean because you don't get 
you don't get like you you have a huge console player base they don't ever see the ptr so you're not testing they do now. for them they do, they do now. now yep they oh, change well, no, they'll have they do a, now. no they'll right? have a uh no they yeah, have the access to the uh experimental, experimental stuff yeah, yeah right experimental. isn't that gonna but that's still essentially but that's still gonna be the PTR the, <laughs> i mean you assume so right they're gonna try a bunch of shit in there yeah. but then on the ptr for the pc you don't have anybody like a not a significant number of people are playing it to be yeah. able to test these changes out anyway so you may as well throw it into the game see what happens after a day or two if it's completely busted or not and then adjust from there mm. or throw it into what they'll probably start doing is throwing it more into that experimental playlist yeah i hope so uh, when that goes live and then testing it in the live game i mean we nearly I mean, got they 250 already... hp mccree and that got removed from pt yeah, yeah after exactly. a couple of days you know, same with like uh, was it orisa barrier that got revoked a little bit or something can't remember. Uh, it was fortify but yeah. i think that the main takeaway from that is just like even if you just put some random shit on the PTR and you have the community react to it, even if they don't really experiment with it, I think the transparency is huge. And the fact that the community are seeing changes on the PTR, whether they play it or not, um, helps the player base mm -hmm. actually realize that they're working on things. Um, and that's a big milestone, I want to believe. I think maybe major things need to go on the PTR, like like new heroes, new maps, like stuff that's going to be like in the works for like you know a month. But I like, mean, isn't it usually? Well, I mean, no. Oh, yeah, you're saying it is. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's like, but like some of the balance changes are like two, like a week and a half, two weeks, and then they don't even make it into the game sometimes. Like, well, you may as well just like throw it in and then give it a week, right? Like if you can. No, no, no. That, that, that was the point I was making is that oh. I think they should make crazy changes on the PTR. And right. then if it's garbage, like 250 health McCree, you just like revoke yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, because like it's better they... than not doing anything at all. Right, like what they started to do with like the 1.441 and 1.443 and like <laughs> stuff like that. Like the patch numbers are just getting kind of like whatever. <laughs> they are, uh, yeah. Like put like your 1.5 patch on the PTR, right? But then <laughs> your your point your 1.443 just put it into the game. Like anything yeah, that's like things. a major, yeah, yeah, anything yeah, that's yeah. major just go uh the uh I I, well, I like the change in philosophy. Where that's yeah. obviously, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Uh, that's a big shock. You like necessary. you like more change. You like more changes more of the time. That's, that's uh, I don't like really I a hot don't... take to take there. You want you want things faster and different. <laughs> I don't like hero pools in the way they're introduced. Currently. Okay. Yeah. But I I think that there's improvement to be made of hero pools. I yeah. would like to see longer time with a pool in place. Yeah, How long? Which... How long? Because they're on, they're on for a week at the moment, which gives teams only weeks. four days to scroll. Yeah, two, two weeks seems fairly reasonable to me. Yeah. And because that allows at least the owl teams to be competitive. My main worry when I saw all of this was that what we're going to end up with is... I like to see good quality Overwatch. But what I'm, just, what I'm yeah. concerned with, though, is that now we're going to be seeing more map fives uh, against teams because no one can really gain a mastery of the meta, you know? Well, what do you mean? I don't think I actually don't think it's gonna be like I think you can see a world in which you know you see one comp run for the first week, you have an idea which characters are gonna be gone for week two, you play a different set for week two, and then after that you just go back to the week one scenario. You know how Overwatch League teams much are. Practice time though. You I know don't... how Overwatch League teams are. They're gonna find like three different permutations of like. Yeah. comps that don't include some of sure. these heroes and they're just going to rotate throughout like the three different comps yeah like, I, I could be overreacting to it but i it's just a worry i have at the back of my mind that we're going to see worse quality games as a result I yeah. think they i think they will be worse quality but they'll be more diverse and potentially interesting because of the weird heroes that are being Do you know what's going to suck though i think that's just uh, the trade-off if, if reinhardt gets banned right yeah. i actually do think that you look at the tanks that are being played at the moment and reinhardt i think is number one in terms of playtime and no no, 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 no no sorry i mean in terms tank. of tanks Oh, right, because yeah. they are definitely making one tank unavailable once we actually yeah. get to hero pools. Oh, yeah. So, if they, if Reinhardt was the one that was actually selected, that would suck. I mean, there yeah. are some heroes that are in the game that are just—I feel like they're objectively good. They're just good heroes, and Reinhardt is yeah. one of those. Yeah, he's they're just a sick see, hero. Yeah, they're good to see people play. They're fun to play. Yeah, like, like I think everyone would agree. It would be pretty shitty to watch Reinhardt go and then, you know, Orisa just be like the flavor of the week. Like yeah. nobody, nobody wants that. But like, you also you know. like, look at the way that they're doing it. 
it's quite likely that the hero that they randomly pick to become unavailable just doesn't make any difference. <laughs> yeah, they should just make a they should make a new uh they should make a hero pool that runs on the side of hero pools that are permanently unavailable heroes and just dump Arisa in there. Arisa <laughs> may for a short while. Yeah. No, 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 keep her there. Not not a yeah. short stay. Well, I mean, she, I, would, uh, I wouldn't be I would not be angry at them taking heroes out and reworking them and then putting back putting them back in. Well, that okay, so that's why I liked the idea of like giving it to the community or like doing it on a per mat basis. Because if you would have seen like, hey, May is removed in 70% of games, like, oh well, maybe people just don't like playing as or against May, and we yeah. should just take her out and change her, right? Yeah, like I think you would have gotten it. way more data giving it to the community, but you also have is... a scenario where the community just rally behind. Let's just perma nuke these four heroes yeah, all the time. Th th that's <laughs> what I mean. People are just thick, what? you know, in the head. Like what? they are thick in the head, and I, and they get caught up in uh, in the same pattern. Yeah, the circle. So like, yeah. they they like a goal player will be like, dude, McCree is so busted. He he, <laughs> he killed me with his ultimate one shots you, and then it's like he will just ban McCree every game. Yeah. Because of, like that one scenario in his head, yeah. you know the hexagrams. I, I, I do the same in League yeah, of Legends. Hexagrams, the Genji, Genji's. The <laughs> yeah, Hex, Hex would actually just ban Genji every game. Like if you put if you put bans in his hands, because yeah. Hex is is a goal, but, uh, you know, he's a goal but, player. So but I, like, but you still go back to it though. Like if the community rallied around getting rid of two, three heroes, like they rallied around like not having fun on Horizon, like. Yeah, you you should just rework those heroes then. Yeah, yeah. that's what Rainbow Six does, right? They're very community yeah. responsive. They just uh, Tachanka, who's like the worst champ in uh, Rainbow Six Siege, like the guy was actually useless. Tachanka. They gave him a yeah. They gave him a fucking uh. They reworked him and they gave him a fucking uh, grenade launcher that shoots flames. Like he just launches flames out, and everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Like he's gonna be fucking crazy good. Yeah. But like. Just take, but I think it's not even. They don't even have to be good when you rework them. Just 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 make them fun. Yeah, the like, the biggest issue I see with hero pools uh, generally is just that I don't think the ones that get removed in Overwatch are going to be the same as the ones that get removed in the game. And then how are the Overwatch players supposed to practice? I just think it's a bad feeling when like you can go into the game right. Like for argument's sake, like let's say you log on and you play. And Reinhardt McCree, you know, let's call let's another fun DPS hero like a like a Doomfist. Like those are the heroes that are gone, and you're forced to play like May, Arisa. Like it's just not a great feeling. No, for that week of time. Yeah. To where like I'm sure but it's like, only if a week. Was a, right, but if there was a week where it was like yo Arisa May Baptiste is gone, like yo let's throw a fucking party and just land Overwatch <laughs> like all week, like. Like, I think, like, that's, like, where it's kind of, that's where I think it, like, uh, it's not, like, the optimal system, but I'm not exactly sure leaving it completely up to the community is the right scenario as well. It would have been interesting to see some kind of, like, like, what if there was, like, a hero pools where, like, four heroes are unavailable for the week, and then each team picked one extra hero to get rid of on top of that? Uh, and it could be from any pool. Huh. I, but I, mean, I think I think we're not gonna, this iteration of hero pools is not going to stay the same. No, they said they would be made to it. They said they were yeah. willing to change it or even remove it completely from the game if people didn't like it. Yeah, so I, I I think if they could change it in two weeks, that would be pretty good. And you know, hot I take: I, I I would appreciate Overwatch as an esport a little bit more if you crown champions based on their skill at Overwatch as a game. And not skill at a composition alone. What is, so, what, is Overwatch, what is Overwatch as a game, though? Overwatch so many times is the, in the past, the we've just yeah. been like, oh, we have this meta for six months. This team won because they mastered the composition. But they, they... Johnny is mad that he got cucked out of Apex Season 1. That's <laughs> uh, true. true. Bro, what? True. They're but it's running? like, no, but it's like, if you have hero pools, and you rotate the compositions around, there are a lot of players who flourish in that kind of environment when it's more about counter-swapping and it's more about just 
talent at multiple heroes and swapping things around on the regular. And then there are players who specialize in details and improving you know, ability usage to the very, the very best. And that's what happened to GOATS, is that people played GOATS for so long that the best teams were the ones who paid the most attention to detail and just excelled. Um, so, Jesus Christ, I'm getting spammed on Discord. It's Matt. What oh, the sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, I like the, the metas and the tournaments where, for example... I don't know, uh, when GC Busan won Apex and Profit was known as a Tracer main and then in Grand Finals he just goes Genji. And it's just wake, like, me, wake me up when it's over. <laughs> it's just more versatility to the game. And I, I love when players just swap around more often. And yeah, it's not as refined gameplay. And yeah, the gameplay will suffer a little bit. But I find it way more exciting honestly, when players I are known for their versatility. You, you, could, you could easily have said, you don't give a fuck about calling on to ability cooldowns and all this type of shit. You just want people to dunk on other people with skill. Like, that's what I think everybody at home wants. Like, do I want to watch, like, Carpe play Zarya after watching him play McCree? Nah, fam. Just let him just dunk on people. Like, who cares? I, like, I, I, I don't care about the nuance of it. Like, just let him just, I don't, just own. I think we're past the point of no return, though. That was... I think... I don't know. When, when you look at that, we are past that point. Players... Don't really pop off anymore. Overwatch was built yeah. as a team game. Well, like, is, I mean, we definitely saw that this, week, this week. Did you oh, not like, see Carpe Switch Widowmaker? Yeah, I saw Carpe Switch Widowmaker, and yeah, they they won the map because of it. And uh, that's sick, right? Having those moments. Listen, there's no there's no one who would advocate more for more Widowmaker, more Genji than me. Like, I love ski- seeing high skill heroes, yeah, but at I the same skiing. time, <laughs> at the same time, I love skiing also. But <laughs> at the same time. I don't know. I feel like anything would... that removes the, the, the kind of harms the competitive integrity by not allowing teams to scrim as often on these patches and trying to move away from the kind of I... idea of having team play just because we want to see more individual talent pop off. Overwatch isn't really that game. Two, two, weeks make sense for, two weeks make sense for Overwatch League. You'll lose a lot <laughs> yeah. of players in the game if it's two weeks. Like if you like if you're like a diva one trick or something like that, and you can't play diva for two weeks, you'll just go find another game. Yeah, I, I think like the meta long. right now is super exciting because you get sort of similar compositions with like Reinhardt diva, but then some teams go Orisa Ryan, and then you have teams playing like Lucio Baptiste, and some play <clears throat> Outlaws play Greg <laughs> Lucio. But it's like you can see the different play styles with teams, and I think right. pools will just enhance and amplify that to the point where teams will specialize. Perhaps and be better with dive compositions than goats. I hope, um, I don't think so, but I hope so. Why not? Yeah, Why don't yeah, you I, think so? I, I mean, because so. I think I think teams traveling around, they're just gonna kind of go for something that's either super safe or they're going to find something that's incredibly like cheesy and can result in them like getting like you know a quick mm, map win or I, something along those lines. I mean, maybe, but from personal experience, when you're when you're a team. And you can tell in a scrim when you're ass at a composition and you can't figure out the team play and what goes into it. Like, you can tell when you really suck at a comp. And then I think that team will just adopt another composition and another play style as, like, the desperate attempt to get out of that groove, if that makes any but, sense. But they don't have... Like, Boston Uprising, they, they couldn't play GOATS for shit last year. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, we're going full Element Mystic. We're going Doomfist Sombra because we're desperate. And I think with hero pools, you'll get more of that. But with the with the turnaround, you won't even know if you're shit at it. Like you'll get well, home. I mean, play the game. <laughs> I mean, no, they only play four days. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have any time. Yeah. Yeah. Think... Yeah, but players still have like comfort picks and stuff, and I think you can yeah. schedule or not schedule, but you can build compositions around that because some players don't want to be put on certain roles. I think it's super difficult to tell, honestly. With four yeah. days, it, they could be like mad extremes. They they could. Yeah. I'm not just... arguing for one week. I'm not arguing for no, one no, week. No, no, but I mean, I one week like is the reality, weeks. right? But so one week we... is the week every yeah. week. Yeah, it's like. So it's either, I think, teams are just going to think something is broken, and so every team in the league tries to run it. And because some heroes are banned, you just can't flex over that much. Or teams will just run a variety of crazy shit because no one knows what the meta is apparently in scrims even two or three weeks 
uh, well, even like two weeks before the season began, people were running all sorts of stuff in scrims, <laughs> and it only just narrowed down just before the season actually yeah. kicked off. So if you give them less time, maybe they don't get to narrow it down, and so they just play a bunch of different crazy shit. Like, but I think you'll see stuff that's put together that's kind of like stuff that's completely out of like left field that teams will pull out in like a game and nobody will be able to like scrim against it or whatnot. And you could result in some like crazy, cheesy type of yeah. like scenario. Didn't we see some cheese already this, this week? Didn't we see some cheesy <laughs> shit? Mm. Kind of remember. Uh, we saw like some. I mean, Symmetra. Symmetra, but yeah, we see quite a few teams Symmetra. have been running Sim, though. We yeah. saw way more Brig this weekend than, well, than I saw in New York. Yeah, but... that's true. Yeah. I just uh, like. That just comes down to the teams. Like some of these teams that played this weekend, they were just better at Brig comps. Or, well, I mean, they just decided to play Brig comps yeah. because I think it's their yeah. team better. Like, yeah, Florida, Chris playing Brig 24 7, you know, it's just. Yeah, apparently people are playing a lot more Brig in these because yeah. so many teams have no matches now until Hero Pools because yeah. the Chinese stuff was cancelled, moved to Korea, whatever, pushback, postponed, whatever you want to call it. Um, <coughs> so a lot of the teams just, they can't scrim properly because they don't know what the meta is going to be when their next match is they still don't know what the Hero Pool is. Yeah, be. they don't know what the Hero Pool is going to be, so they've just got to kind of guess. So I, I've it... spoken to a bunch of teams that said, like, we're just banning, like, the popular heroes and cycling through and trying to figure out what might be good. And uh, when you ban Lucio, apparently Anna Brig is the best. So I think that was yeah. why Mayhem were running it. But then, like, it's weird because now some of the teams that are playing can probably only find scrims with people banning out certain heroes, so they're already kind of moving off of those heroes now. And then we still have three weeks of play to determine which heroes are gods. So do you start to see the heroes that people are just practicing just move out, right? Yeah, you might see some like weird ahead of time. scrim metas happen before <clears throat> when hero yeah. pools are coming in. I think it's going to be... Uh, I think it'll, it'll be like way more exciting to see like the variation. I think... I think it's definitely going to need some more iteration until, like, it gets to, like, a great spot. Like, knowing how many heroes is the right amount of heroes to be removed. Like, what's the right cadence? Is it, you know, every week? Is it every few days? Like, what is... Like, the, the hard part is, like, if the game decides, like, hey, you know, like, three days is, like, the best, right? The game changes every three days to keep it, like, fresh. There's no way you could do that now, all right? So you'd have yeah. to stay, like, with an every week type yeah. of scenario. I think... In a perfect world, you don't really need hero pools because the developers have already made this shift in mentality over to playing, uh, not playing, sorry, balancing based on, you know, directly countering the meta. Um, I I would really just like to see them try and do that as much as possible. Well, Rainbow Six is able to, uh, they're able to balance and do it. I mean, they have hero bans, but like they necessarily don't exactly need it. It's like more of like a strategy ad. Uh, but they they can do it because they have different champions for offense and defense. Like the offense and defense yes, don't share yeah. the same pools. But there are champions on offense that are similar to the ones that are on defense, but just with a more offensive, aggressive uh like kit. Mm. Like uh one may have a smoke grenade on offense that like you can throw it. And the other one on defense may be more of like a static thing, right? Where like they can just put the smoke in one area, like on a defensive setup and just block off a whole like line of sight. So it's the same concept, but just used in different manners. And all the guns are like pretty similar in type. Uh, each like champion only gets two different weapon types. So I think like if you had different champions for Iron Sake or Heroes and Overwatch for offensive and defensive that had similar like kits like you wouldn't really end up in this scenario right yeah, i think yeah. the, the the one thing that is different from overwatch than every other game really with the uh, heroes abilities and whatnot is that you can play the same ones on offense and defense like both teams yeah, can play the same can, exact yeah. thing yeah yeah like i think if if both teams couldn't play the same exact thing one it would get like absolutely crazy but two then you would you would they would have to have different things right you would have to see more variation yeah, I think definitely. the reason you need a a hero pool type of uh, scenario is so because the the best way to counter something is to just match in Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, Most just the, the whole concept of mirror matches creates yeah. so much unnecessary problem. But hero Overwatch. pools doesn't solve that problem, though. <laughs> nope, it doesn't. Hero pools may not solve that problem. Yeah, like for uh, even 
I mean, we for all we know, it could like you know make it even more necessary to match. Yeah, because some of the counters will be banned sometimes. Yeah, I mean that's just a fact. Like sometimes the counter to the most dominant composition will be banned instead of the most dominant composition itself. That that will just happen. But uh, I mean, the advantage of it happening every week is just that different shit will happen every week because it's random. It's, yeah. So it's gonna be crazy. This year's gonna yeah. be nuts. I mean, the yeah. best way to just put it is that, um, you know, someone's going to lose one ho at one homestand because they were just fucked over by hero pools. And I mean, that's just how it goes, I suppose. So. Yeah. And some will win based on the hero pools as well, I'm yeah. sure. But so that's I, just the nature of it. I think it'll be so weird once we actually get to the mid season uh, tournament and the playoffs where all of the heroes are allowed again. Because they'll have been balancing all year based on heroes being unavailable. And then, boom, mid-season tournament, all those heroes are back in again. I, I'd like to see the, like, I think the mid-season, like, I think there should be hero pools for those. I think it's going to be so weird. I mean, ho hopefully like, it should be cool to be able to see all the heroes available. It'd be kind of cool if they did, like, a, like for the mid-season tournament, the hero pools is the most played heroes for the whole first half of the season. Mm, like in terms of play yeah. rate, and then for the second half of the season for like playoffs do the same exact thing i think it's kind of odd to like have the system be like a huge part of the season but then at like the two most important times it just kind of like goes away it still makes a difference though because if if you've been practicing all season with different rotating hero pools you don't really know what the best meta is when everything is available. But then how again. do you but like if you're the shock right and you have your playoff spot secured by the all-star break let's say like you could, you know, three weeks before the playoffs, you could just start scrimming with everything available, right? Yeah. And have, like, a massive advantage going in against teams who are, like, barely trying to get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The top teams could create their own oh. little scrim click where oh. they're playing the... Yeah. The, can, the yeah. Unbanned things again. It's crazy. Overwatch has changed a lot this year. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. So you imagine we did this episode like last year, fucking like, oh, guys, surprise. Like, you know, every week, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a crazy idea. But I think, you know, some people argue, in, and perhaps correctly, that it was necessary. Like, viewers really did get bored with goats, like severely bored with goats. Oh, it's, it's a so, positive. It's a positive. The lesser of two evils, perhaps. It, it's, it's a positive direction, right? Like, I think with, uh, like, the constant updates and then the willingness to go into hero pools. The matches like, have been sick a, so far. Yeah, it yeah. is a positive direction. I think it's just going to take some tinkering to get the systems down into a spot that they make, like, tons of sense, right? Yeah. You I do think to... it'll be... Yeah, well, what are you going to You wanted to talk oh, something about coaches, coaching. right? And, like, how yeah. important so, that'll be. So I think coaching is going to be, like, uh, hugely impactful with uh the hero pools but i also think for this early part of the season let me look at the schedule again but uh the teams that were in new york and philly uh those teams go to washington together they go to houston together uh it's like the first like yeah i mean and then they go they all go back to washington again like, a lot of the teams, Florida, all of those same teams are there. Like, coaching for the first, like, you know, 10 weeks for the Atlantic Division, where the Atlantic Division basically travels all within itself until the All-Star break. <clears throat> like, if you're not, like, able to, like, kind of watch a lot of film, and you're playing the same teams almost every week, just traveling together, like, you should be able to game plan accordingly for some of the teams like you're gonna be able to see i think it also even makes like the hero pools thing a little bit tougher because well it makes it tougher for more of the pacific teams right because the atlantic teams are the one who are setting the hero pools right now the pacific teams are just kind of at the mercy of whatever oh yeah they're doing yeah they right they're all over the place but i think coaching this year is going to be more more important than any other time and i think just oh, in general, shit. just in general, the, uh, the, what the hell did he do? I don't know what Brent's oh, doing. He just <laughs> ran out. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, 
I, I forgot who I was. Uh, I forgot who I was talking to or who said it, but I thought it was a really good point. I think I may have, uh, for whatever reason, I think I may have been Hex. But uh, this year will be won by like the management staffs of the teams and the teams that like put sorry good people forgot in place. to take my uh, my food out. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> forgot to take his food out the freezer. Yeah. Ah, that's very sharp. Yeah. It's frozen bolognese. What a dumbass. But uh, this year, I think it'll be won by the staffs of the teams. Like, I think the teams this year are going to need really good staffs around them, like, in terms of, like, booking and coordinating the travel and making sure that goes all smooth, coordinating scrims with other teams in different regions. Uh, I know a few teams already that, uh, at the homestands that I've been to, that wanted more practice because I think you kind of only get, like, a lot at a certain amount of time yeah, yeah, or do. certain blocks. Uh Teams that went out and found other facilities that they could practice at more. Yeah. Uh, teams that are trying to optimize travel times to get them like as you know close as possible. Like I think that's where this year will be uh, a, towards the end of the season, almost like one in the fact that I think the teams that kind of really put a lot of resources into you know keeping their players like fresh, well trained, you know, not burnt out via travel. Like those are the teams that are going to have the best success later on in the season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. It's like, I mean, if you were the shock, right? Do you, do you, for one game, do you need to send everybody to Texas? Like, could they have won that game without, like, you know, that exact roster? Maybe. Well, I they think you want to bring everyone it. because yeah, uh, just you bring everybody in case they get sick or something happens. But I think if that match happened in week fifteen, do you need it, right? But also, I don't know if it's a particularly good for team camaraderie. If you don't Why? send the, the whole squad out, you know? You want to fly the boys out. Week fucking 15, they're not going to care about camaraderie. They're like, fuck it, I'm staying home. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe, but I don't know. I feel like if you get, like, if you start splitting up the team based off who you want to play here, you, you start creating clicks within your own team, and that can be bad for team morale. You know, you know what I mean? Or you have uh, you have two separate teams. And yeah, you have, you have like practice. you, you have, have to the... practice the hero pools in advance, and you just flip yeah, different. like right? because that because that implies that you have more faith in like one section of the team than the other. Whereas Shock has such a good dynamic right now because they all have faith in the coaching staff to just do what's best. Would it be an actual like uh, we we can go back to the league here for a second, probably before we end? But would it be an actual like huge surprise if the Shock didn't win again this year? If they didn't win again? Yeah. If they only won one match the entire season? No, I no. mean... The oh, you're so final. dumb. Yeah, you're Jesus such a, Christ. Even I understood what you Dumbass. That's what you said. The whole, no. the whole fucking league. Oh, the whole <laughs> league. I thought you were dead ass asking me if it would be a shock if the shock only won one match. No, yeah. they, probably got, they probably got boss on their schedule. You know, there's already no one. I mean, come on. <laughs> They got Houston coming up. <laughs> Playing them no, twice. Like, seriously, with the way the way their roster is constructed, <laughs> with how deep it is, and with how talented everybody is on it, like I think the only way, like, like unless like they, they kind of really get like owned in the hero pools department, but you think they have enough like depth on the roster to cover it, like they they look like the clear cut favorites. Mm, I don't know though. I think there's other teams that have made pretty significant upgrades. New York looked the... good. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's Shock looked shaky. Oh. Like, Shock didn't look that great. I, I don't think any team looked that great so far. Like, New York had a little bit of struggles against London, who we thought would be at the bottom of the table. Uh, Shock looked a little bit shaky, had to switch off the meta in order to be able Philly? to win their Philly game looked against all right. da, uh, Philly looked poo in their first match, in my opinion. They yeah, were I think they were the nervous. Place, but I think second they were a little nervous. Second match, the... they did look really good. Yeah, I think they were a little bit nervous on day one. Like, the same thing when we were in New York. Like, NYXL said, like, they were kind of nervous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Both teams looked worse in their first... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was their first they game, were, They it? were taken aback by the crowd and the the chants and the boos and whatnot. They were yeah. kind of surprised. I don't think there's a clear-cut, like, favorite at this point. Because so much can happen in Overwatch. It's just so random sometimes. Yeah. Who'd you guys say your Dark Horse teams of the year were? Soul I, Dynasty. London. I had I put Soul as well. I had Mayhem. Oh. 
Not to win, but to I mean, soul isn't really a dark horse, though, is it? Well, well it was soul. when I did it, because when I did it, people were like, oh, they're like 11th, you know, they're just picking up the London core. They're, they're going to do the same old disappointing team, just, you know, lose weird games, etc. I took And then I picked them, and then people were like, oh, they're really good in scrims. And people were like, oh, it's not a dark horse. Well, it was when I picked them. I picked them more of, like, I thought it was a team everybody knew would, like, make the playoffs, but more of, like, a dark horse to win the whole thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah That's yeah. not like the that. definition of dark horse. No, right? what's the definition? It is. Definition uh, unknown, unknown players out, out uh, exceeding their expectations. I think everyone's expectations for Seoul was quite high. Yeah, but I only get to win the league, though. Yeah, like if, you're, like, if my expectation is for them to win the league, not saying that it is, but... <laughs> what? Like, that could be, like, a dark horse for me. It's different sure. for everybody. I was just being pedantic. <laughs> Who did you pick, Matt? I, I said uh, I had uh, Soul as my dark horse. Oh, right, you both had Soul. Bron had London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think London's a fair pick, though, right? Because nobody really knows what to expect from them. So. Well, I mean, if you're if you're going off of the definition of dark horse for Brent, yeah. with complete unknowns, he had, like, one roster to pick from using that definition. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's like amazed that nobody else picked London. Uh, you guys yeah. not been reading the dictionary, <laughs> guys. Do you, you, don't know the, you don't know the definition of that horse. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh, Where Boston, Houston next week. Oh my god! I'm preempting your question. Yeah. I can feel that'll be it. The, in my that'll be the, the the first yeah. match from the local uh, Glendale Bro. Gymnasium at the Platte Chat Home. Me and Josh are casted it. Yeah. Oh my lord. We've That's got the, gonna be good. Can you, guys get out, can you guys get like little clown noses and like wigs? And <laughs> I don't think that's fair. You can't clown on teams when they've only played like uh, one game. One match. Oh well, nah. Boston have only played one match. Houston have played two, right? But yeah. but they oh, do you, look so bad. You yeah. guys should make a you guys should make a joke about uh Houston. <laughs> uh it's in Houston, right? Or is it Washington? No, it's in Washington. It's in Washington, it's in Washington this week. Ah, oh, that stinks. I was going to say, you can make a comment about uh, Houston sports teams uh, cheating, and you would have gotten booed really bad in Houston. <laughs> Did Houston sports teams cheat? Uh, they, got ca- uh, they cheated in, the, uh, in baseball, and they won the World Series. And everybody's really? super Yeah, and everybody's super angry because the players admitted to cheating. They gave them immunity, so they weren't suspended. And they fired, like, they suspended the head coach and the general manager, but none of the players that cheated. And they didn't take away their win in the playoffs. What? Yeah. How did they cheat? Like, what? how egregious uh, was it? So they had a, a replay system that was, uh, basically, somebody in the dugout was watching the games from, like, a TV. And he figured out the signs to determine where the pitches were going and whatnot. And if oh. a pitch... and. Uh, they would bang on a trash can next to the dugout if the pitch was a certain pitch. So the hitters always knew what kind of pitch was coming oh. to them. So they knew where the pitches were going to be and what type <laughs> of player, pitches it was. As a player, how can you be okay with that? They won. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they, didn't I get suspe- they didn't get suspended for it. But if and you're an athlete, uh, how can you be okay with cheating? And then they're, like still, uh, they're still looking into it, but the, uh, like one of the parts of the investigation was that one player actually wore a wire with a buzzer that would buzz a different way, determining on what pitch it was. And it was like on his shoulder. So when he was up there like this, he would get the information of what was coming like via the buzz and then wow. would just, and he won the MVP of the oh league. Oh my God. That season. And, uh, and all the baseball players in the league, this is a completely off the topic. If you don't like <laughs> baseball, which most likely our fan base is at an age where baseball is incredibly boring, you're probably not interested in this. But Yeah, but everyone uh, loves cheating. Right. So they, uh, so because this guy admitted to like being a part of it, he didn't get suspended. And all the other baseball players in the league are like, well, I guess like we can just cheat and win. Yeah, and just... Uh... Hang our head coaches out to dry every time. Uh, uh, the commissioner uh, said he's like, oh, well, I feel bad, you know, taking a hunk of metal back from the team that won. And it's like, it's the fucking world trophy. And he referred to it as a hunk of metal. It's called the commissioner's cup or whatever the fuck it is. And, he t- and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a hunk of metal. He's like, oh, we can't take it away from them. That would be weird. What a bum. What, yeah. what an he's actual bum. bum. Their, their owner is a bum, too, the, uh, the Astros owner. He was like, uh, 
He's like, oh, I don't think it impacted the games that much. And then somebody was like, are you saying it didn't impact the games? And then he's like, I never said that. And they're like, you literally just said that. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> it was like the biggest disaster of a PR. Thing That's ever. quite you guys got a Yo, huge baseball is sick, Baseball? Nah, nobody actually. Oh, you go. Nobody watch baseball. <laughs> I used to play baseball. Ain't nobody's playing baseball now. I mean. It's the only sport you can be shortened. Nah, not entirely. I mean, every other sport has people who a are jockey, short. horse yeah. racing. Those are very so- short. Soccer, football. I, oh, mean, I want to see more even in be football. A horse jockey. Messi yeah, is like an outlier, right? As a really short person, yeah, normally I mean, the tall you, people you, are better. You, you'd just be a jockey, <laughs> I think, or yeah, a dance player. Dance player. <laughs> he needs to add another two hundred pounds to be a dance uh, player. Uh, how 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 should we end these shows uh, from now on? Uh, you know, we were ending it just talking about crappy topics that we would ask Bren, but... Yeah, you follow wanna... at Reinforce on Twitter. That's how I ended. Yep, yep. Keep that oh, clout farming going, clout, Johnny. Jesus clout, Christ. you should know yep. by now, there's, there's no clout to be farmed in Overwatch, Johnny. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. He's trying. He's trying. I'm trying to keep the scene alive with, with my Twitter. Yep. Yeah. And Johnny's trying to keep the whole scene alive. <laughs> so, yep. It's, it's going great. Ask me a question. Hmm. <laughs> what, any there's, question? There's I a mean, lot of questions. What's your opinion on the socioeconomic status of, uh, of Gaza? No. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs>